calling all members of the in crowd. If you want to get in on the action, we want to hear from you. Hit us up, faderoutemail at gmail.com or slide in our DMs on IG at faderoutepodcast or drop us a line on X at Fade Route DNZ. You can find us on Facebook, The Fade Route with DNZ. We're on Spreaker. We're on YouTube, The Fade Route with DNZ. Catch our videos. Like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, and spread the word. Coming at you from the Hey Yo Studios, it's the Fade Route with D and Z. Here are your hosts, D and Z. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of the Fade Route with D and Z, a special edition. I am Z and... We have a huge show planned for you, all surrounded around the big game. Yes, big game. Legally can't say the other thing, so we're just going to go with big game today. But D and I did not come alone. Oh, no, no, no. That would be way too easy. We put together a fine panel of our best of the best, the creme de la creme of the in crowd. And here they are. But before we introduce our guest today, I'd be remiss if I didn't introduce the last QB in St. John's history. What's up, D? How's it going? Great, great, excited, ready for the big game, ready to talk to our esteemed colleagues in the industry and and, in all assets of sports. We're ready to go. Let's do it. Sounds good. And let's try and keep the cease and desist letters to a minimum this year. All right. Leading off, we have the Tubby Hook Tavern's own Danny Butler. What's up, Danny? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me again. Appreciate it, as always. Always, always. Repping the bald AV, guys. We got George. George, how we doing? Doing great here. Um, thanks for having me on back on again and uh, looking forward to the show. Of course. Always great to have you on. And returning once again for another big game in-route panel, Zach Curtin. Zach, what's going on? Not much, man. Thanks for having me. Happy to be back and to talk about the big game. Zach the Steel Curtain. Love it. Love it. And saving the best for last, the reigning, defending, option champion, Austin AYSO, and our very own lovely Rita Sanchez. How's it going, Rita? Hello, I am super excited to be here. <laughs> Danny, oh, you got to get on that option. How come we don't got you on that show? You got to get in the option. You can't be letting Rita win every year. <laughs> well, the more the merrier, guys. So let's get everybody on board. But we'll start with the only number one seed left. And what a difference a few years makes for the Niners. Last time they were in the big game, Jimmy G was the QB, Kendrick Bourne was the leading receiver, and their defense blew a lead to Mahomes and the Chiefs. Now they have a deeper star-studded roster, a controversial, much-maligned quarterback in Brock Purdy, 
and a coach in Kyle Shanahan that needs to exercise some demons against a familiar foe. What will the Niners need to do to take home the win? Let's go to Danny first. What do you think? Well, like you said last time, uh, you know, even though Purdy's much maligned, I think I think he's better than Jimmy G. So that's an upgrade because Jimmy G, especially down the stretch of the last big game they played against the Chiefs, was not good. I mean, he, he missed he missed some receivers. I think Purdy's, you can argue how talented he is. I think he's more talented than Jimmy G. And I think he fits that system better. Uh, the defense, though, has to play better. The defense is not as good as it was a couple of years ago. And especially down the stretch, the defense has not been good. They very well could have lost to the Packers, and they should have lost to the Lions. And they gave up a lot, a lot of points. Uh, I think they got to tackle, uh, especially Pacheco. He runs hard. You got to wrap him up. There's times where he looks like he's going to get a yard loss or, you know, maybe no gain. And he, you know, he digs out three or four yards. I think they got to stop him at the line. And also get Mahomes and the Chiefs off the field on third down. I mean, the Chiefs can still be explosive, but unlike other years, they don't have as many big plays. They kind of tend to grind it out more and have longer sustained drives. So they got to get them off the field on third down. They got to get a pass rush on Mahomes and they got to protect Purdy because he's a great system quarterback, but he's got to stay within the system and he needs time to do that. Oh, completely. Absolutely. George, what about you? What are your thoughts on the big game? What do the Niners need to do to take home this win? Niners. Well, I thought we were going to talk about um, Taylor Swift, so I'm not ready for this. Uh, but every occasion, every time occasionally the camera pans to the game, I think like 49ers. Um, no, I think, I, you know, I think this is 49ers year. Um, and I think the key for them, the difference for them is going to be my guy CMC, uh, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, McCaffrey, 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 is that right? Um, yes. And, you know, yeah, I don't, I'm not a believer in Brock Purdy, um, but I just don't, I think he has to do the bare minimum to, you know, to make a difference in this game. He's going to have to do a couple of dump offs, but just hand the ball to McCaffrey and let him do his thing. Mm, okay. Definitely. Zach, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I think the Niners just uh, the blueprint of the of the, the games. Pardon me. That they have to knock down the court. They got Mahomes. They got to knock him down. If they can't sack him, just knock him. Um, and I control the clock. Uh, keep running the ball. Um, and really, you know, minimize the. Pretty has to has to um, take. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. He makes. Rose makes some boat-headed plays um, and bone throws, uh, especially in playoffs, but you know, that's not, that doesn't bode well. Uh, but I keep that to a minimum and great. All right, D, what are your thoughts on this? What are the nice have to do? Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I, I, I differ from everybody. I think they need to do a lot. Um, you know, I think anytime you're facing the, detamp- the defending champion, the task is daunting. Uh, offensively, I think they, I'm with George. They need to get the ball to C Mac. He's their best player. He's their healthiest player. He's he's their best option. Run the ball and then you know throw him the ball in the flat. Throw him the ball over the middle. Just get him the ball because he's the playmaker. Do that enough and it'll open up things for Ayuk, Kittle, and even Debo. Um, I think it's their best bet to get into a shootout with the Chiefs because. 
the 49ers have the better skilled players. Uh, you know, obviously we all can agree that Mahomes is the better quarterback, but if we're talking about all the skilled players, tight ends, wide receivers, running backs, I think the 49ers have that beat. So if they can just get into a shootout with them, get in the 30s, high 20s, I think the 49ers have a chance. I think it's a low-scoring game, as we saw what happened with Baltimore, as we saw what happened with Buffalo. The Kansas City Chiefs have the better coaching, and they'll figure it out. They definitely, you know, you can't really wall read at this point in time. Rita, what do you think? What are the keys to victory for the Niners? So, um, kind of what everyone else said, because I'm last. Um, they also need to let the Chiefs score first so that the Chiefs get, like, a false sense of greatness and then come from behind and play with intention. Um, that seems to work better for them than jumping out to a huge lead. Um, they also need to shut down Trav and get some motivation. Like, they, no one is expecting them to beat the almighty. So, own it. Be in the moment. Absolutely. I mean, it, we saw that with the, the Lions, right? The Lions tried to take it to the Niners early. They just couldn't sustain it because Dan Campbell went Dan Campbell but I think that the Niners need to kind of work the middle of the field a little bit because Carl Loftus is going to come after Purdy you're going to have Chris Jones coming after Purdy and they're going to want you to try to throw deep on them because the secondary is one of the top secondaries in the league for the Chiefs so they need to get underneath that secondary and they really need to work the middle of the field, those underneath those middle of the, the road routes. That's where Debo can really shine. That's where George Kittle can really shine. And how do you do that? How do you soften them up? You got to run the ball. You know, I've been, I've been saying it, run the goddamn ball. Like that's what you got. This is, that's, this is that time of year. Run the goddamn ball. And if they have anybody on that offensive line besides Trent Williams, now's the time for them to show up. Because... This is it. They need to blow the Chiefs off the line. They need to open the holes and then make sure that Brock Purdy stays on his feet. If they do those things and they they just drain that clock and they minimize the number of touches that Mahomes has, they can pull this thing off. They absolutely can pull this thing off. But we have three major areas here, right? You have Brock Purdy, you have the head coach Kyle Shanahan, and you have the 49ers defense. All three of them have something to prove here. But who has the most to prove? Deke, who do you think has the most to prove in this situation? Yeah, I mean, I think it, this all falls really on John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. Um, it's, up, it's up to him, it's up to Kyle Shanahan to prove he's a good coach. And he's just not a product of nepotism. I mean, I've never been a really big fan of him. I don't, you know, I know he kind of did the grunt work for the commanders and the Buccaneers and things like that. But I mean, it's the Shanahan name. It's why he's gotten as high as he's gotten, I believe. Um, so he's one in 30, went down by five or more in the fourth quarter. He's just barely, he's just over 500 after this season. You know, after the last two seasons, he's finally gotten over 500 as a head coach. John John Lynch assembled this team. They lost five years ago. They revamped the team. They have a new team here. They're supposed to be better. They missed on Trey Lance. So this is this is what they have to prove. This this doesn't fall on Brock Purdy. This doesn't fall on Christian McCaffrey. Any of the players. 
falls on management. It falls on the head coach. All right. Uh, coming to you, Zach. What do you think? Who has improved the most? Yeah, I completely I think it's all. I think Shanahan and I think uh, and Lynch have put, you know, an incredible it's on them to show to, to show up. I think it's absolutely plausible. They were, in my opinion, the most impressive defense you know, all season. And I worry that they had a week off, you know, the bye week. They came out flat against the uh, did not have a game against the line. I think week off worried about that. Like absolutely Nick Bosa's name, you know, been blasted and I think falls on them. All right, George, what about you? Who you got? Who's got the most proof? I want to just go Stephen A and just argue with Damien, but unfortunately, unfortunately, I think I have to go with, I don't think Mr. Irrelevant has anything to prove. Um, he's in the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this. he can't get any better than this for him. Well, he can, he can win. But uh, for Shanahan, he's been here before. Um, it, it just, he just got, he just has to get it done. I mean, this is the Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs. Um, their defense is, I think, is is fantastic because you know my main man uh, Spags is over there running that defense. Um, still one of my favorite giant coaches of all times. Um, but you know, I, I think it's Shanahan. I think Shanahan has has more to prove than Purdy. Rita, what do you think about this? Um, I also agree that Shanahan has more to prove um, after the twenty-eight to three fiasco and then the four big games ago situation. Um, I'm hoping that third time will be the charm for him. Um, but we need to see what he has learned from those experiences, specifically in the big game. Um, and I, I was saying after the um, championship game, what did he say to them at halftime? Like whatever he said to them to make them come out in the second half, they need to bottle that up. They need to have that ready. I have a pretty good idea about that. It's like I'm probably getting fucking canned here, so we're all we're all coming with me. Like I'm gonna come for all that. But I mean, Kyle Shanahan. I mean, it's all been said, right? He has the most to prove because not only was he the architect last time. But he's been the constant, right? Jimmy's gone. Like, you can't hang it on Jimmy. They're on, they're on what, their fourth different quarterback now? So, you know, you, you can't blame the quarterback, right? McDaniel's gone. I mean, their co- their coordinator, Sala, he's not there anymore. He's coaching the Jets, right, D? He's still there, as far as I know. Somehow. Somehow. But he's still there, right? They're now on... You know, Steve Wilkes, so he's the con. He's got to exercise those demons. He's the one who's got to overcome this. And he got a little too tentative last time. And he's got to, like, out. He has to outdo what he did last time by sticking to what he does. He can't fall apart and he can't allow things to unravel like last time. So he needs to show that he has certainly proven that he can learn and that he can kind of adapt and maybe throw something new that Andy Reid might not see coming. But, you know, Andy Reid's probably forgotten more about football than 
a lot of coaches ever knew. So that would be a very interesting test match. Butts, what about you? What do you think? Uh, I mean, strictly from just the football point of view on the field, I think it's the defense just because if they play well with their offense, they should win the game. No questions asked. However, from a legacy and a bigger picture view, like you guys said, it is Shanahan. Because, you know, it's it's a little bit of the nepotism thing. I do think he's a good coach, but I think he's a coach who has a good system. And I don't think he knows how to coach above that or beyond that or to improvise at all. He's like he was a little too conservative last time they had a lead in the big game. But then you go back to, uh, I think Rita mentioned the 28-3 lead where if they would have taken <laughs> if they would have taken a knee every possession for three downs, they would have won the game. But, you know, he, he's, he, he, he was too aggressive. And I think that freaked him out the last time. And he got a little too conservative. Uh, like with and with Purdy, like Purdy can have a great game and win. He's still gonna have naysayers. He can have a terrible game and lose. And there's still gonna be people that believe in him. So just from a legacy standpoint, it is Shannon. He's he's got to prove that he can get it done. Because not too many coaches. I was trying to think about this off the top of my head before. Have lost, have not won their second Super Bowl. Have lost two Super Bowls. There's been some great coaches like Reed, who after losing one with with Philly, he went on and won one with KC. You know, if he loses a second Super Bowl, now you're in Marv Levy, Dan Reeves territory. Well, that's all all you're known for is losing Super Bowls. So it's definitely Shanahan. Oh, completely. And it's a it's a crazy thing. Like if he is to pull this off, now that he's got Christian McCaffrey. Think about that. A father-son duo as a coach, right? Because his dad Mike won with the Broncos. And who else won with the Broncos? A one Mr. Ed McCaffrey. So that's kind of a crazy little statistical anomaly that you'd have two pairs of fathers and sons winning Super Bowls. Oops, that's one together. So here we go. Legal department ready. Oh, jeez. Oh, Ed McCaffrey, who the Giants cut by the way after the 1992 season, and then went to the Niners and won a you know what, and then won multiple you know what's. In so it's New York sports. <laughs> So it goes, and so yeah, it goes. So this is a slippery slope if we're going to get started on this one. Right, right, right. We will be talking about, I'm sure we'll be talking about giant and jet presence in this game. But uh, let's talk about the other sideline right now. And well, 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 how the turntables. The Chiefs came into last year's big game as a sentimental favorite. But this year, they're in the unlikable team that most of America gets tired of territory. Dare I say they're becoming the New England Patriots. The overexposure of Mahomes and Kelsey, the constant whining to the officials, the subsequent favorable calls or perception of favoritism, the swag surfing, and you know who. I'm not going to say it. You know who. Do you get sued for saying her name too or no? No, we just get like seven years of bad luck. Oh, okay. Leave you-know-who alone. Well, you-know-who apparently was getting on somebody on X because they were tracking her private jet miles, and she was threatening <laughs> to See? So, only a matter of time, Danny. Only a matter of time. So, we know who. You know who, but we ain't saying who. So, what do the Chiefs have to do to silence their critics and a Game Niner squad? Is winning merely enough? Rita, what do you think about that? 
so um, obviously football wise they are champions um, they had a very slow start but they got hot at the right time which is often the case um, they won their three uh, road playoff games Mahomes is gutsy he's a leader um, I'm getting a little bit sick of it though um, since I can't hate the Patriots anymore it's not any fun I think the Chiefs are going to be my hated AFC team wow. um, with the Cowboys okay. forever being the hated NFT. Wow. Um, and starting in last year's big game, they've been getting all of the calls. I think a lot of the really big penalties against Baltimore would not have necessarily been called if it was not them. Um, and I don't know. I think people keep talking about the script. So <laughs> I don't. I think, yeah, that's what I think. Well, to exercise some of these demons, right? To kind of put these naysayers to bed. I don't think winning is merely enough, right? They need to win it in a decisive fashion and not in a fluky way decided by the official. I really think they need to come out guns blazing. And I really think they need to take it to the Niners because if they if there's some kind of fluky play or if a call goes their way or if there just so happens to be uh, I don't know a key roughing the passer penalty just the right time you're automatically gonna be like see there it is there there it is everybody's looking for that moment the Chiefs need to sign with that Leonardo. You're going to be that Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's pointing and smoking a cigarette at the screen? Absolutely. Yes, right there. <laughs> I have my can paper, and I'm going to be ready to ready to jump out of my Barco lounge. So it, it's one of those things that they can't win just by a field goal. They, they need to dominate this game, right? They've talked all this shit, and everybody's talked all this shit. Now's the time to put your money where your mouth is, right? And this is where you have to show that you're clearly the better. And if you're not going to do that, if you're just going to like squeak by, you're definitely going to get some of that Patriot stain on you, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, the Patriots relish being the guy, right? To be the man, you got to beat the man. And Except against the Giants. Twice. That's true. So... Nobody relished being the bad guy like the Patriots did. They formed a whole culture around it, the Patriot way, right? So the Chiefs definitely, they, they can own this a little bit. I, I think Patrick Mahomes mentioned that during media. They can own it a little bit and they can really like build and continue to build that dynasty, but they can't squeak by. They have to have a dominant, dominant victory. George, what do you think about this? You know, I might, I might be the minority here. I'm not bothered as much by the Kansas City Chiefs. I still, I think they're still likable. They haven't, for me at least, they haven't reached that Patriot level. I think I, I understand the dislike. They've won, they've won a couple. It's like, all right, you know, San Francisco. Not that they're the underdog, but it's like, oh, you know, it's let someone else win or San Francisco working so hard, you know. All these things that surround it, uh, but I, I'm not. 
doesn't bother me that much. The whole Kansas City thing doesn't. I like Travis Kelsey, I'll be honest. I still like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's a magician. He gets a call. So did Michael Jordan. So did all the good players. Just not the Knicks. Uh, but that's not that's for another day. Um, you know, and, uh, said picks though. You know, <laughs> um, go New York or go. Uh, but if you you know if you ask me, uh, I think it's going to be unbearable watching Taylor Swift and Jason Kelsey shirtless jumping out of the box and what's not all the nonsense that they do to draw attention to themselves and away from the game. Like already I'm hearing, oh, is Taylor going to show up at the halftime show? Like, no, there's a there's a big game going on that, that I'm more interested in. I got money on this game, man. Uh, but, you know. Um, Are you partaking in any of the prop bets regarding you-know-who? No, no, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not betting on anything. I was just kidding. It's just, you know, it's not really betting. No. Gamble responsibly. Gamble responsibly. It's an adult show. It's fine. Although if I'm uh, if if I was to follow Peter Schrager, I would put a lot of money on. Uh, uh, oh, who did he say? Who did he say? I forget. Oh my God, one of the cornerbacks for the Kansas City Chiefs. He said we would pick pick six to win the game. Sneed, with Gary Sneed, gotta be Sneed. Yeah. So, if you are a betting man, don't listen to me though. Well, then you know, we do the same thing, and you know. We we make our picks too. We don't get them. We don't get them all the time. Not everybody, a hundred percent of the time. All right, Danny, what about you? What do you think? I mean, I just think winning's enough. If they win their second straight Super Bowl in three and five years, I mean, Mahomes is already on his way to be in the you know greatest quarterback discussion. Reed, one of the greatest coaches. Listen, if it comes down to a a terrible call that's going to go their way, yeah, maybe it's a little tainted. People talk about it for a while, but in the end, it's just. You know, you need to win. And like this Chiefs team, even though the whole Taylor Swift thing and Kelsey and all the attention, it, I like this team better just as a pure football fan. Like, I'm kind of old school. I like defense. I like their defense is great under Spags, like we talked about. Spags, I don't think gets enough credit. And this is not like a couple years ago where, like, oh, you know, Mahomes threw it. You know, Tyreek Hill was wide open or he threw a, a screen pass and wide receiver screen and Hill ran at 80 yards. The, they, they have to work a little harder, so I, I appreciate that. And let's not forget, the Niners are a slight favorite. And if if this was two, three months ago, before the Niners did a little snag, you know, the Niners were considered the best team in the league by far. So the fact that, you know, the Chiefs, even though on, on paper they're, they're underdogs, people are expecting them to win, I think that says a lot. And just, just win, and their place in history is cemented. Very Al Davis of you. Just win, baby. All right, Zach, coming your way. Yeah, I mean they're on the cusp of, the, of a dynasty, and I think I think just if they if they get it done, you know, in many ways, if they do win, you know, a close game, it's a dogfight, and you know, that's football, and you know, it kind of sees, you know, they did play on the road all all, all playoffs, and I think, yeah, they're one one win away, and I think merely, merely winning enough is absolutely, um, you know, enough for, to cement themselves. I think they are basically cementing themselves. You know, I agree. I, you know, I, I appreciate greatness. Um, I I like watching them play. I really do enjoy, you know, that um, watching Kelsey. Uh, that that lateral he had, even though it was called back, was one of the most incredible plays I've ever seen, like ever. And you know, the um, improvisation, just the natural abilities, talent, and how they work together. Uh, you gotta love Spagnuolo, and uh, I think he's cemented himself. I think he is, um, you know, on the cusp. I think he's probably a, a Hall of Famer 
uh, if you know when it really comes down to it, if he does win this game, and uh, and that you know makes us proud as Giants fans and, and New York fans here, um, I think yeah, 100%. I think all he has to do is win. All they have to do is win, and uh, they're an all-time historic team. All right, what do you think, Dave? Yeah, I mean, I don't buy into them being the villain. Um, I don't think they can really play the villain card. I think too many people like Patrick Mahomes, too many people like Andy Reid. I think this is just something the media is trying to drum up. I mean, overall, I think there's a, there's there's a, there's enough football people that just just like the team, just like the people that are there. Kelsey's brought in Taylor Swift fans. I mean, just they, they're likable. They're not. They don't cheat. They they execute basic football things like laterals and running the football. And it's just something that I think everybody can appreciate. Um, I think the Chiefs need to run the football and game plan to rattle Brock Purdy. I think those are the keys for them to win the game. I think Spags will create a game plan to take advantage of Brock Purdy's weaknesses. You know, there's a reason why he was the last player in the draft. There's a reason why Kyle Shanahan called Tom Brady in the offseason. You know, it's just it's just a matter of it's just a matter of figuring it out. Um, I think uh, the Chiefs beat the AFC's best teams on the road to get here. They're tested. Their games were close. Um, so I think they're they're ready for this. And to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. I think this is a dynasty. This is that they have a chance to go back to back. I think I think all of us underestimate how hard it is to get to the Super Bowl, how hard it is to win the Super Bowl. I I think we we've been kind of we've we've seen Tom go, we've seen the Cowboys go multiple times, Team Eli and the Giants go, and you think, oh yeah, you can get there. It's like, nah, man, there's so many things that have to go your way. I mean, they lost arguably the best receiver in the game, and they've gone there twice in a row. They've had to deal with makeshift wide receivers, a rookie wide receiver in Rice. Chaco came out of Rutgers. You know, they're they're doing they're doing it. And I think that I think I do think Patrick Mahomes is a great player. He's a great player. And the, the way they backyard kind of run around and get people open and throw the ball, it's hard to defend. So yeah, I, I'm, they're likable. I mean, I don't I don't hate them. I appreciate them. I enjoy watching them play the game. Well, I'm not saying necessarily hate them. I'm not, I'm not saying hate. Like eventually you got to the point where a lot of football fans were in the hate camp for the Patriots. But it's oh yeah, well that's that's a different game. I mean, it's you have Spygate, you have the Flategate, you've got you know the the pretty boy quarterback who's got the model wife who who takes less money. I mean, you got it, it, there's so much there to uncover. Where this is like you know Patrick Mahomes, homegrown, father was a Met, you know whatever. Like you know it's just they they just they like them. They're just like they're likable. People want to have a drink with Travis Kelsey. They don't. They want to. They want to. You know, be Patrick Mahomes' friend. They, it's it's just a likable franchise, likable team. There's nothing. There's nothing negative about them. There's they, they they stay out of the media. They stay out of trouble. You know, it's it's hard to it's hard to be to get upset and, with them. And Red Sox fans don't root for them. That's right. <laughs> we need another plus. We need Taylor Swift to come out and say if they lose, they and say, uh, you know, Travis can throw the ball too, like Giselle did. <laughs> we need Taylor to be like, I don't date losers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't throw the ball to himself. Tommy can't catch it and throw it. 
Also, I don't know about you guys. Is there a likable factor with Andy Reid? I mean, love him. Spags is, like I said, I'll say it anyways. I love Spags. Yeah, I mean, I honestly think one of the things we have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of the things that has to, yeah, one of the things that has to be discussed about Andy Reid is he might be the greatest coach of all time. I mean, I don't remember, I don't remember them ever lose. I don't remember the Eagles ever coming in last. I don't remember the the Kansas City Chiefs coming in last since he's been there. I mean, he's he's been able to win at two different places and never like losing ground never never having any struggle he came in there with alex smith and made him he brought him into the pro bowl i mean i know alex Smith was playing well in san francisco before he got there but once he got there he brought his game on a whole nother level he he opened up a a a talent a talent that he never showed in san francisco he's a likable person too likable just likable And, and then his his all his years in the league i mean this is a guy that coached montana he coached young he coached brett Favre. Like the guy knows football, man. You make a good argument. Not, I don't know about the best ever, but uh, no. But I think Matt I think Mount Rushmore. I think you can make it. I think a case could be made. You know, it's not if somebody is sure. to say it. It's not like you can just be like, "I'll oh, get out of here." It's like, all right, I guess so. He talked yeah. about it like that. I mean, he's talking about he's about to he's about to possibly win a third ring there. Yeah. Especially when you're talking just just pure offensive coaches okay. that have kind yes. of changed the game and sure. and he sustained it too i mean you're talking over 20 over 20 years and he's stay, stayed ahead of the game and ahead of the curve which yeah, is kind I mean, of amazing. this guy was coaching when freddie mitchell was the number one wide receiver for the eagles right. man uh, <laughs> he lose to the bucks 11 to 6 right now <laughs> he could probably use fred x right now for fourth and 26 fred x god but that that leads me right into this like there's a lot of you know, individual key matchups and position groups, right? You have that depleted and will be kind and say that the Chiefs have a depleted wide receiver core going up against the secondary the Niners. You also have Brock Purdy going up against Chris Jones. You've got, you know, you've got CMC trying to run into that defensive line. Like, what are going to be the key matchups for this big game. D, what do you think? To me, the number one matchup is Brock Purdy against the Apex Spagnola. That's the, that that's going to determine this game. Can he fi- I mean he's he did it he did it against Brady. He figures it out. He's going to figure out how to stop the 49ers offense and ultimately that will dictate the outcome of this game. All right, Zach, what about you? What is your what's what are you looking at? What matchup? Yeah, I think I go back to, you know, our first question about what, what do the Niners need to do to win? And it's, you know, for me, it's it's Nick Bosa versus Donovan Smith. He's got to get after him. I think he's been quiet in the playoffs. And I think he absolutely has to get after him. And then number two, you know, to control the clock, you got to have McCaffrey go off. So McCaffrey versus Billy, Willie Gay. Ah, Willie Gay. Good choice. Good choice. And, you know, Willie Gay is also, he's also the spy. So if Brock Curry just has to take off. Look who's coming after him. Willie Gay, who also never watched professional football before making it into professional football, which I thought was wild. Only ever watched college football. Didn't even know where the Kansas City Chiefs played. That's some wild stuff right there. Playing Kansas? Well, I'm not going to Kansas. <laughs> Missouri, asshole. <laughs> Wrong state. Wrong Kansas City. There's two of them. George, what do you think? What are you looking for? You know, X-Factor, I'd go with my guy Spags again. You know, that D-line, I think, is going to put a lot of pressure on on um, Brock Purdy. You know, Mr. 
irrelevant. Is he going to remain irrelevant, or is he going to find out a way to come out of it? I think I think it's going to be that defensive line. It's the schemes that Spags is going to put out and make Brock Purdy see stars out there. Definitely going to be a chess match. Rita, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to agree with what was just said. That's fair. That's fair. Danny, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's... I think the more complicated thing people try to make it, like in the media, it, it, to me, it gets more simple. It's it's always going to be offensive line. Can you can you get to the quarterback? Can you, can you protect the quarterback? And also physicality. I mean, I, I would say 80% of the time, the more physical team wins. If this was a couple of years ago, you might say, oh, the Niners are very physical. But they're not really that anymore, and the Chiefs are a lot more physical than they've been in the past. So I think offensive line and physicality, and I like, I like the Chiefs' edge in both of those. Yeah. It's a shame they're not going to have Thune. It doesn't look like he's going to be able to suit up. I mean, he's an ex-Patriot. Um, he, he's he's a, an excellent offensive lineman. It'd be interesting to see how they shift their protections and, and how they are able to still protect Pat and run the football. But spoken like a true offensive lineman, Danny, one in the trenches. That's how it works, right? Absolutely. He's absolutely right. So that's the, the key matchup that we're looking for. We're looking for the offensive line of the, the Chiefs against the defensive line of the Niners to kind of blow open those holes for Isaiah Pacheco to run through. Because let's be real here. The Lions ran through that defense, right? And it took a couple of boneheaded decisions to make, to make the Lions not your NFC champions. 49ers were gassed too. Their their defensive linemen were just not hustling on all the plays, which I, I thought was really interesting. Boza and Young, you know, it's the whole thing with them is that they they're they're pass rushers. You know, you run the football on them, they're they're not running up and down the field. It's just not their game. Well, that's true. And then you know, think back to the Giant D's with Spags, right? You had your straight hand, you had your Justin Tuck, you had your OCU Mura, but then you had your interior defensive linemen that plugged those holes. So you, you need a mix of both. And you can't just be in like wide nine, just pin your ears back the entire time. Nope. A team like the Chiefs, they're going to exploit that. So nope. you got you got to keep them off their toes. And then when it's time to run the ball, you got to blow them off the line of scrimmage. But now it's time to get to the nitty gritty, right? Let's talk about specific guys. Last year, our old buddy Kadarius and Sky Moore were the unlikely heroes of the Super Bowl. Who will be the unlikely heroes this year? All right, Zach, who are going to be the unlikely heroes of the big game this year? Kyle Juszczyk, Legereus Sneed. Juszczyk is a cult hero out there, and uh, he's always good for, you know, at least one, you know, big play. And I think they go to him, they go to him early, and uh, Snead can, you know, get, you know, any sort of, you know, you know, bat downs, picks, or anything, um, you know, that he can, he can have a big night. Nice. You stole one of my answers. Juice is a really unsung hero for that team. Absolutely. Uh, Danny, what do you think? Who are your unsung heroes? Uh, we talked about the Chiefs, uh, you know, young receiver core that gave, you know, Mahomes fits earlier in the year, dropping things, and, you know, the Tony penalty on that great play. Uh, Rashi Rice has stepped up a lot, I think, towards the end of the year. I could see him having a big game. Uh, for the Niners, everybody talks about Debo, and he's probably the bigger weapon, but Ayuk, is, I think, is the better receiver. I think if they win, 
Ayuk's gonna have to have a big game. And I could also see in like maybe one of these prop bets, I think one of the backup running backs on each team scores a touchdown. Either it's Elijah Mitchell or uh, Edward Hilaire was kind of been forgotten. But especially Mitchell, I just think they could use uh, McCaffrey as like a decoy on a play or maybe down at the goal line more of a short yardage. And, you know, I could see Elijah Mitchell scoring a touchdown. Danny, knowing that Kadarius Tony, I'm shocked. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, I mean, uh, what an idiot that guy is. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing made me happier than watching him just be awful this year. Yeah. And but, but they don't win that Super Bowl last year without him. Oh, no, that was great. You know, it was against the Eagles. I would root for, you know, Hitler against the Eagles. But, you know. See, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. And then, you know, he's walking back his comments from his IG tirade saying that it wasn't directed towards the Chiefs. He's trying to play nice. He's like, it was, it, was, it was directed to the Giants. Like, whoa, wait, why are you why are you invoking the Giants, bro? You haven't played for them in a year. Get bro. the hell out of here with that. Bro. I don't think well, he played for us at all, to be honest with you. I think he was the IR the whole time. That's fair. That, that yeah, the Chiefs, the Chiefs are trying to protect him and just say, oh, he's hurt, he's hurt, he's hurt. So people don't realize he's just a moron that's, you know, <laughs> They don't want him on the field, so maybe another team will take a chance on him. And then he goes and complains. He's just he's talking about not getting it. Yeah, no, he is the it's the it's the ultimate step in shit situation, right? It's he stepped in shit and turned to gold. Now he's turning it back to shit. So, kudos to you, kudos to you, Kadarius, uh, George. Who is your unsung hero for this? Um, I like the Ayuk thing, but I just can't bet against. The Chiefs. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick my. Uh, I'm gonna pick defense. I'm gonna go secondary with uh, McDuffie and Justin Reed. Oh, put that name out there. Solid, solid. Rita, who are your unsung heroes for the big game? So sticking with the former Giants, um, but this was one that I picked, Richie James. And I will even throw in um, Ray Ray McLeod. I think one of those returners on either side is going to do something great um, in honor of Devin Hester's um, Hall of Fame. Um, but I think it's going to be something like that, some kind of fluky, really uh, big run. All right, D, what say you? Uh, hmm, I mean, I think if, if the Chiefs win, I think it'll be because of Pacheco. I can I can easily see him getting over 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns to go along with you know two or three catches. But for San Francisco, and this is a sneaky good bet, plus 3,200 for Jawan Jennings to be the first time scorer of the game. You know, I uh, wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised if he was able to catch something you know along the sideline or you know a blown coverage because I think I think Spags will you know live with Jennings beating them so to speak you know so almost like you know what Tyree did to the Giants um but uh Jennings will have to do it for the Niners to to make an impact in this game so that's what I would say I mean it's that's a solid bet it's a solid pick uh, you know J- Jawan Jennings was filling plus 3200 man yeah no like that's a solid bet and he's really responsibly that responsibly <laughs> always so I mean for me like, I I think that if the Niners are going to do this, Jake Moody is going to have to be the guy. I, I think he needs to be accurate. That's terrifying. It is, but you know what? He's got to shake it off. 
<laughs> oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> well, they're never getting back together. No, they never. No, they cut Robbie Gold for him. They, you know, they're, ne- they're never ever getting back together. This is just exhausting. <laughs> oh my god! But you know, you guys sure know a lot for people who can't stand. <sighs> but Jake Moody has been up and down all year. He's not. Anders Carlson bad, but he's been pretty inconsistent. He's definitely not been the problem, though. It's definitely no. somebody else. Oh, you know. Absolutely. But the good thing is that they're in a neutral site, so there is some elements of control there. So he doesn't have to worry about swirling winds. He doesn't have to worry about any of the things that they get him in position, and I think Jake Moody will be fine. You know, he's going up against Harrison Butker, so at the end of the day, yes, the position matchup will favor the Chiefs, but I think that Moody will finally be able to kind of, you know, right the ship and get where he needs to go. But that's the end of first down for us. We are coming back with a little bullshit or no shit right after this. Are you in need of air care maintenance or service? I have the company for you. Air Care Technicians. They service the Westchester and Northern Bronx area and can help you with all your heating and cooling maintenance and service needs. Just give them a call at 914-315-1547. Again, that's 914-315-1547. Or shoot them an email at aircaretechnicians at gmail.com. These guys are the real deal as they are veteran-owned, licensed, and insured. Make sure to tell them that DNZ sent you. Bullshit or no shit, we're going to debate this week's most controversial sports topics right now. boys and girls we have a special edition of bullshit or no shit all big game related here we go bullshit or no shit number one isaiah pacheco will outrush christian mccaffrey danny what do you think uh I say no, no bullshit there. I, I think he'll get more rushing yards because I think they're going to look to pound him a little more. But I think McCaffrey will get more total yards. Not that Pacheco can't catch the ball, but I just think um, McCaffrey will get more total yards, but Pacheco will get more on the ground. Rita, what say you? Bullshit or no shit? Um, bullshit. He'll have more receiving. Zach, coming to you. Bullshit or no shit? Bullshit. This is like the first time McCaffrey is healthy in the big game or this deep in the playoffs, and I think uh, he's coming out firing. George, what do you think? Bullshit or no shit? I'm going to go bullshit. I think McCaffrey is going to have more yards. All right, D, you're up. Yeah, I say I say it's no shit on this one. I'm with Danny. I think Pacheco will outrush McCaffrey, but Christian is going to have the most total yards in this game for sure. I agree. I think since specifically it says outrush, I think that, you know, it's going to gonna favor him. But 
both of these guys are Swiss Army knives, it's going to be close. It's definitely going to be close. Now, we'll see what happens between the tackles. But out of the backfield, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is just as deadly as anybody. Bullshit or no shit. Number two, a trick play will result in a touchdown. Zach, what do you think? Uh, bullshit. Uh, a design trick play will not, but I can definitely see an improvisational play uh, result in a touchdown. Danny, what do you think? Uh, no bullshit. I think I think it will. I mean, whether it's a touchdown or not, but I guess that's the question. So I'm going to say uh, it will result in a touchdown. I can see, you know, the, the play Tony messed up. Uh, <laughs> The hook and ladder, that was kind of improvisational. Improvisational. I could see that actually being called, and I could see McCaffrey also. He can throw the ball. You know, I could see McCaffrey throwing for a touchdown in this game. Rita, what do you think? Bullshit or no shit? Um, I guess that would be no shit, and I think it's going to be Richie James. Uh, there we go. Wearing a Richie James jersey this weekend. Oh yeah, Richie. Richie James was a solid giant. You have some giant fans, I could tell. Completely. George, what do you think? Bullshit or no shit? Bullshit. I do think some crazy will happen with Mahomes running in the fi- running around in the figure eight repeatedly and then eventually throwing in the end zone to Rashid Rice, but somehow Travis Kelsey catches it bouncing off a defender's back or some nonsense, but a design play not happening. I kind of want to see it. I really want to see it, you know, and that's one of the reasons I was hoping for the Lions because we would we would definitely got a fat guy in the end zone. That's what I want. I want to see a fat guy dancing in the end zone. If the Lions but, were here, you certainly would have picked their kicker to be the uh, unsung hero. I don't know if Campbell would have let their kicker on the plane because he doesn't believe in field goals. <laughs> <laughs> he left him on the tarmac in McCarran. So I'm going to go no shit. I think that they got something cooked up. Huge check can throw the ball. I think Kittle can throw the ball. Debo can throw the ball. And so can Christian McCaffrey. Remember, his first game as a Niner, he threw for a touchdown. So it was a huge moment. And they kind of let the cat out of the bag on that one. But, you know, they, they wasted it a little. They, 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 shot, they shot it a little too early. But you know what? Why not dust it off a little bit? Trick, you know, run a little uh, okey-doke. You know, twist it up a little bit. D, what do you think? No, I'm going to say bullshit. I just, I think... I think there won't be any tricks at the Super Bowl. I think they're all, it's all going to be all business. Um, Kyle can't really take that risk. And uh, I don't think Andy Reid has the personnel to pull it off against the 49ers this time. D doesn't like when anybody besides a quarterback throws the ball. That's why he did that. 100%. 100%. I tell you what, I did watch a video of uh, Trent Williams running a chair route on one of the DBs in San Francisco. (laughs) So maybe when you said fat guy in the end zone, maybe it's possible. Now we're talking. Uh, we had a hook and ladder for Danny. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not betting on that, though. And then we get to see the fat guy touchdown dance. I mean, come on, man. It's wonderful. Fat guy touchdown dances are the way to go. Bullshit or no shit. Number three, Mama and Jason Kelsey will get more airtime than Taylor Swift. Uh, George, what do you think? Bullshit or no shit? I'm going to take a push on that one. Cause, push. Uh, ooh, I'm going to take a push on that one for sure. Yeah. We're taking, what? <laughs> We're taking a shit. I'm going to take a push. Push. I'm not, <laughs> I can't, I can't figure out who's going to get more airtime. I read this question and I was like, who's it going to be? I really, I, you know, I couldn't <laughs> tell you. Uh, all right. Um, I'm going to take the, I'm going to take the easy road on this one and say I, I just equal airtime. All right. Zach, what do you think? Bullshit or no shit? 
Bullshit. Family to the backseat when there's a pretty girl in the building. And I, this, she's just an added layer to why people watch the big game. It's, it's for the game. There's, there's thus losers who watch it for the game. There's people watching for the commercials. There's people who watch it for the, for the party. And now there's an added audience for people who watch, uh, who love her. So I think absolutely it will be her. Rita, what do you think? Bullshit or no shit? Bullshit. They're gonna show Kylie because she's the best. And she's a mom of three children under five. She's the true superhero. Agreed. Agreed. Danny, what do you think? Bullshit or no shit? I really don't care if they show Taylor or the Kelsey's. As long as they don't show Brittany and Jackson Mahomes, I'll be very oh, happy. Oh, God. <laughs> Amen. Uh, or actually, I, I think maybe a dark horse here would be Pat Mahomes Sr.'s parole officer. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might appear a lot. He might appear a lot. He might be handcuffed to Pat Sr., but I, I, think, he, I think he takes it. Oh, oh man, that's great. God. Oh, we lost him. No, oh, sorry. Come right back. No. He's back. All right. I'm definitely going bullshit on this. I mean, it's Taylor Swift. They're probably they're gonna show her get off the, the airline at McCarran. They're gonna show her motorcade. <laughs> they're gonna show her get into the building. They, they're gonna show every. They're gonna show her get a hot. She's gonna make it. She's gonna make it. It's gonna be they're, tight. It's gonna be uh, tight. It'll be All tight. the stars have to align for her to get there. Oh God. yeah. Well, you know, in the story of us here, it's gonna happen. You already know. Japan is gonna. They're everybody's gonna clear their flight plans to make sure that that it happens. So, but that's also part of the drama. They maybe will even have a little white Bronco situation where they'll have a, they'll have a shot. Of <laughs> she's the, on of her the way. Yep, she, she's in the plane. There's the plane guy. So, all the way. But there's no way. Here she gets yeah. there, the tide changes in the game, momentum swings back to Kansas City's favor. It's like, oh, it's all because she got here. Like when T Sizzle came out in the middle of the, you know, when the lights went out and T Sizzle came out two weeks ago. Same thing. She'll be the T Sizzle. Or in the water boy. <laughs> but what if Jason goes shirtless eating a giant turkey leg mid-game and chugging beers? What happens then? What do you mean if? When? <laughs> when? I'm glad you said that. Oh, my God. I, I would love to see Jason Kelsey on the strip. Like, I just kind of want to see that. Like, they need to have, like, a montage, like the hangover, but with Jason Kelsey. Like, I think that would actually be quite interesting. But... Yeah, I gotta, I gotta say that uh, our girl Tay is gonna, she's gonna steal the show. D, what do you think? Yeah, I'm calling bullshit. I think it Taylor's the queen. They can't wait to get her on TV. They, she's got prop bets to live up to. It's definitely gonna be her. You and might Vic, get a cease and desist letter from Jay Z. You keep on calling Taylor the queen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're not yeah. relevant. You're not relevant until you get sued. That's right. Very true. This is America. It is America. And America wants to hear our picks. But you got to wait just a couple of minutes more. We'll be right back. Do you love brownies? Of course you love brownies. But you know what's better than a brownie? A delicious, handcrafted, gourmet brownie delivered right to your doorstep. That's what our guys at Sweet Life Brownie Co. offer. Chef Tommy D and the crew 
offer a dozen delicious delights that you will crave, from the classic OB to Dutch Apple to Campfire S'mores and many more. Check out their website, SweetLifeBrownieCo.com, for their Friday brownie drops. At noon, their site goes live and you see what they're making. Since you're there, become a site member and earn points. You earn 50 points just by signing up. Make sure you follow them on Instagram and Facebook too at SweetLifeBrownie underscore co for the latest updates and their latest releases and creations. That's SweetLifeBrownieCo.com. Give them a call, 845-641-3043 and tell them D&Z sent you. That's SweetLifeBrownieCo.com, 845-641-3043. Sweet Life Brownie Co. Because there's always room for a brownie. Let's run the option and give you our picks for the week. It is the option for the big game. <laughs> we want to hear. We want to hear not only your score, but your big game MVP. We're still not taking any chances with legal. All right. Rita, you're up first. What's your big game score and your big game MVP? So I'm going to probably be the KOD pick, but I will say it anyway. Um, I think the Chiefs may have peaked and the 49ers have already stunk the place up. So I'm going 27-17 Niners and MVP will be CMC. Zach, what do you think? I think it's a fairly low-scoring affair. I'm going 17-10 Chiefs. I think Patrick Mahomes has a big fourth quarter, and he takes the home the MVP. Solid. Solid. Danny, what do you think? Uh, I'd be shocked if this was not a, a very good game. I think it'll get off to a slow start, kind of teams trading punches, a little dancing around. But I think you'll get going in the second half. I think Mahomes drives him down for a late field goal, a bucker field goal, uh, 31-28. And for the MVP, there's a blank space, and I'm writing Travis Kelsey's name. All right. Speak now, D. It's up to you. Oh, uh, yeah. So for me, I think it's it's a back-and-forth affair. It's going to be much like that Patriot-Panther Super Bowl uh, from, from a long time ago. And I think it ends with Chiefs 33 and then the 49ers 31. And I've got either Mahomes or Pacheco taking home the MVP, but they love to give it to quarterbacks, so I'm taking Mahomes. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. George, what about you? What do you got? All right. So this morning I was convinced. I knew what my answer was going to be. Um, I was going to say CMC is going to go for 200 all-purpose yards, score two touchdowns, and as the day progressed, and I'm like, really? Are you really going to bait the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes? And I have now settled on 27-20 Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes being the Super Bowl, uh, the big game MVP. So almost. Thank you, George. You saved it. You saved, you saved it. us a chunk of change there. Saved. <laughs> and I think... I meant super big game MVP. You know there I mean? you go. The superb owl. Superb game. The superb game. I gotta go. It's still. I really think this will be like 
an epic boxing match. Like Danny's right. You're going to have a lot of trading punches, at least in the first quarter, just getting, you know, just setting up your jabs, setting up your jabs. And then maybe if you get the opportunity to uncork a big one, you, you definitely will. I'm feeling 21-17. 21-17 Niners. So it's going to be close. It's going to be an intriguing matchup all night long. And just to piss off all of his haters, one Mr. Brock Purdy is going to end up the MVP of the big game. Mm. And we still won't know how good he is on Monday morning. (laughs) 98 yards, no touchdowns, and MVP. <laughs> Just because the quarterback has to be. <laughs> Just because he's a quarterback. Exactly. I think he'll do better than 98 yards. But we'll give him, you know, we'll give him, I'll, I'll go 182 and two touchdowns. What? Two what? tutties. Two tutties. Remember, tap passes, those little tap passes count. So he gives one of those to Ayuk. That still counts as a touchdown. No, Debo runs that play for them. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not on Sunday. That's the beauty part. That's why we're waiting to see the game. We've waited all year for this game. But now, all our picks are in. It's time for us to sit back, enjoy the show. And from all of us at the Fade Route, to all of you, thank you for coming out. George, plug away. What do you guys have going on at the Bald AV guys? Oh, we have uh, we have a new game show going on, the Tech Tangle. We've got a <laughs> bunch of new episodes coming out. So, uh, you know, follow us on socials at Bald AV guys. Um, and uh, yeah, that's it. Nice. And uh, what's going down at the tubby, Dan? Uh, yeah, we'll have you know we'll have uh, all the TVs on the the big game. Obviously, uh, I'm looking forward to the Usher halftime show. Uh, maybe I'll do a dance. Who knows? Uh, we got a great catering menu for Super Bowl. So if you want to, you know, give a call up if you're looking for some food. Uh, other than that, we have trivia on Tuesday nights, karaoke Thursday nights. So uh, come on by Tubby Hook Tavern. Where is that? It's uh, it's in Inwood, Broadway, in 207th, the Alrighty. tip of Manhattan. All righty. It's the place to be. But if you can't get there, you can watch this anywhere and you're going to be in for a treat. But it's time for us to run the go route. We'll talk to you next week and enjoy the game on Sunday. Thanks for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you like what you heard and want to hear more, be sure to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Rate us five stars. Leave us a review. Turn on subscription notifications and tell your friends. Spread the word. Spread it wide.